Hello and welcome to this latest episode of the Engage Podcast. I'm Jamie. I'm Simon. Hey, and today we are doing uh, time travel. Yes, and slightly different recording. Yes, because as you can tell, me and Simon, it's our first in-house recording in 150 days. Yay! Since beginning of March. It is. Five months exactly, 150 days so, since we last did this. Yeah, you can tell, as well, as we've said it and, well, by the quality of the recording. Because, good God, Skype was great, but I think we had both kind we've of... had enough of it. Yeah. That's why we never do too much every year. And this, well, this year we were forced to... What was it? I think we did, what, 11 back-to-back on that damn thing. Yeah, and the amount of editing it took as well, just oh, particularly with the living season reviews. Oh, my God. Well, it's, it's, that anyhow, but I yeah, think well, this time it's like oh, yeah. another one. Like. Well, it, I think it's challenging for both of us because obviously you had you had to obviously convert it from was it mono to stereo or yeah, yeah, and then send it on to me and then yeah. So, so I saw these episodes come up, so this one and the next one, and just went, Jeremy, we're doing these together, you know, that, aren't you? and it's like yeah, yeah, and yeah, and so. we just went fingers crossed a bit because things over here are a bit. <sighs> iffy let's say so it's like please hold on until the date we're recording it like let's hope nothing undue happens in Essex or the south or whatever and it's still alright thank god because I think I got because the news hasn't been completely clear and I think the end of last week I got a bit confused and got a bit worried about these days I haven't told Jamie this I got very confused with the news because the North's kind of gone back down into lockdown and I, the news was not very clear because government, hey? Yeah. Um, I, I did watch a bit of it, so I did know that, but I, the, the news was making me just ugh, iffy. Just like, just kind of just like, just a bit down. I just thought, let's just stop watching this. And then I spoke to mum and she went, no, no, you've, you've got it all wrong. And I went, whew. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yes, we are back to doing it. Who knows? how long whether something else whether it Touch wood. happens again or what but for now we're Touch back wood. at it yeah. and we desperately need it to keep going until the beginning of September desperately because I think as we said in recent episode we're doing something different something new that we haven't tried before and my god there's a lot of research yeah my god there's a lot of research <laughs> but I, I mean literally as we're talking now like just like be able to say we're doing in-house recordings for the first time in months i feel like a huge weight's been lifted i didn't even realize it's, i was holding it's just nice to kind of go back to normality mostly yeah. because we, we like skype it's great for when you need it for international interviews and even UK interviews but in terms of me and Jamie you can't beat a day going around each other's house just doing episodes and it's just not the same is it no and that was just taking it on our nerves I think probably <laughs> midway through like half of the extras we were doing I think we were both going oh, I've had enough of this now Skype, but kind of keep Skype going fatigued and, <laughs> and Skype was beginning to misbehave itself you could tell by the, some of the recordings that Skype was misbehaving by the season review and then some of the latter ones because like Dan know, Daniel knows this Jamie knows this I can't remember what we've said what we've done I don't know I don't. Yeah. we've done episodes I know we've done more than we usually do 
I don't know what I said. I don't know what we've done. I know we've recorded them. Yeah. But look, I don't know. I don't, no. Just it all blurs into one huge Skype meeting. And yeah. but obviously, I don't know. I, I, I hope we never have to go through something like that again no. because but that I'll, was torture. And even though we've been at this for years, years, this has been a tough year. This really has been a tough year. And yeah, it's been a tough year for everyone, hasn't it? I think, yeah, but that's true. But yeah, it's I think twenty twenty is a challenge. I'll say. Just, it's a bit of a weird year because I think it's sad to say I, I haven't really liked this year. I think a, a lot of people will say the same. It's a year you want to forget. But there's been some odd silver linings with this whole thing. Like I said we've met, we're now I said in in the months we've increased the amount of episodes we've done, which has been lovely. So it's yeah, you find all sorts of weird silver linings, didn't you? Really, mm. um, but yeah, so. And, Talking of weird things happening, so well, this goes back right back to that would have been beginning of March. March? When, when was this originally? Well, I'm talking about Mum's episode, my episode. Oh, it would, I they think it would have been April. For, I think it was April. When I was on holiday, when I was meant to be going on holiday. Yeah, so it, it would have been April, I think. I think it was March. Was it meant March? to go in March? Okay. So these, the episode this is meant to replace is two episodes that are now postponed until next year. This is meant to replace the AI episode we're doing with Mum, but at the time that got scrapped because, oh, that word that ends with L and ends with N happened, lockdown happened, and it wasn't going to happen anytime soon, so we reverted to five tons of what we've been talking about, five tons of. Simon, what can you come up with in the space of a week? Pretty mm. much is what happened. So then it was just like, well, why don't we work through August? This is a lot of mumbling. But this episode is pretty much there just to fill the general sci- science fiction science episode that we do every year. And as yeah. we're not doing AI, it was just like, well, hang on a minute. Why don't we just do one on something else? Um, time I travel. I plucked out my ear and just time yeah. travel. Uh, we, we have discussed it before and we have obviously touched upon the concept in our episodes. Like we briefly mentioned it in reference to whatever reason. But yeah, time travel, I mean, the, the notes, we struggled. We did struggle. I think we got these for... You more so than me. Yeah. It's Wikipedia says so tons of it. I think... You know, like 15 from Wikipedia. I've got another bunch because I've got cause, Devil's Advocate and stuff. So, yeah, it's it's kind of a bit long-winded. The word in it said it's a lot of... Again, it's real proper science. science it's yeah. proper science. And and the thing is, it's, it's interesting because, obviously, even as a concept in itself, time travel is tricky. And then when you're chucking these notes, doubly so. But we're, we're going to refer to these notes, but we're not going to rely, I think, heavily on them. But... And I think we'll just do a combination of kind of the notes we'll and our own. Happens. We'll see what yeah. generally happens. We usually do. Yeah, but we'll... yes, there are some horrible bits in this. Uh, let's go through some of the title headings. History of the time travel concept. So shift to science fiction, early time machines, time travel and physics, general relativity, difference, different space-time geometry. Geometries. Geometries. Uh, wormholes, other approaches based on general relativity, quantum physics, no communication theorem, interacting many world interpretation, experimental results, absence of time travellers from the future, 
uh, full time travel and physics, time dilation, oh, which God. is actually not too bad. Going to get to philosophy. Philosophy, oh. presentism versus eternalism. The grandfather paradox. We're getting back into something we vaguely know. No, yeah. Orthology paradox. Possibility, uh, self-consistency yeah. principle, and in fiction. So that's what we've had to work with, and some of it, if you listen to previous episode, we've struggled with stuff like that before. So, yeah, I think we're going to do a combination of probably the notes and just our own knowledge of what we know, and yeah, but we're not going to solely heavily rely on the notes because it is, as I said, it is long-winded. It is kind of they go use... and look uh, for it for yourselves, guys. To have a better understanding of it all and yeah. you may understand it better than well I say that you may you probably do understand it better than we do but you know yeah. comes with age I think so <laughs> we'll do what we can yeah and... I, I remember just being very much against time travel years ago I wouldn't have even wanted to do this kind of episode I would have been just no working I had a discussion with Jamie it's like hmm Jamie I'm going to try and theme the yeah. what would be hiatus episodes for your first episode in September to hmm. just make it go through a bit easier because it's like I've got to probably have a month, month and a half before I'm going crap I don't know what the hell I'm going to do in these slots so I, I think she had a blank page didn't I, I think hmm. I didn't have anything hmm. and I think I just had a thought it's like oh sorry I'll just do them and just hope for the best hmm. so um, um, yeah should we get stuck into the episode yeah do you want to read, read the definition I think that's a pretty good start to go yeah, maybe um, something we can actually read Time travel, yeah. <laughs> time travel is the concept of movement between certain points in time, uh, analogous to movement between different points in space by an object or a person, typically with the use of a hypothetical device known as a time machine. So, yeah, you're talking about obviously going backwards or forwards, time travel, so past, future, and I think kind of different points in space. I think you're talking about things like like cosmic strings and wormholes and all that kind of stuff so it's a not a bad definition it's you know it's actually relatively simplistic i think it's not too bad uh so where do where do we want to start really i suppose because <laughs> there's, there's so many things that we can we can pull at there's so many things we can talk about you know well why don't we start off simple and then maybe use the research and work backwards is what Good. I was thinking. Good idea. Cause we'll, yeah. I have vaguely thought about this, but not much. Because here's a good question for you, Jane, which will get right down to the heart of what we're going to talk about. And it really gets... And it gets down to the question of the episode. Is... Do you think time travel is possible? What, what's your answer? Because I've had, a, I know my thoughts. I know what I think of it after looking through these notes, and I have got to put this proviso on it. And Jamie doesn't know this either. As with my other notes that I've done, I've done this so early in advance because, you know, oddly we haven't done this in a while, so I've completely forgotten how to do them, when to do them for, and how long stuff will take. Yeah, I did these probably about three weeks ago, mm. and moved on to. Jamie's first episode in September. That's how far ahead I got with my notes and things. So You're further than me with that. <laughs> I've kind of aware of some of the stuff in here, but most of it's gone out my brain already. But I can I know what I think, and then I'm gonna probably try and make what I think works with the research notes. 
because I think I vaguely understand them a bit more than you do. Yeah. I think because I think there's a few. There's a Doctor Who thing with Brian Cox that helps because that's all about. What was it? It's something I just saw in here. It's like time loops. No. It's, um. Oh, what was it called? Uh, no. Well, in answer to your question, as you're looking through. I <laughs> know, <laughs> flicking through notes, come back to the old days of trying to find this written paragraph. And yeah, so welcome back. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not really sure where I stand with it. I'd, I'd love to say yes, but I mean, based on kind of gleaming from kind of the notes itself, I don't think so. Me personally, probably not. But I don't know. I mean, you know, obviously there's been there's been research that's been done on it. There's been studies, and you know, there's been people that have theorised about it. But oh god, yes, I've spent tons theorising about it. Yeah. Most of that research is them theorising, which is great. But there's no actual practical application for yeah, it. Yeah, practical proof that yeah you can do it on a wide scale there's a few cases where they've moved molecules and not, oh, not even molecules but they've moved I think it's protons yeah they've moved protons so that's not even that's tiny beyond anything but, so but, not moving a person or a thing well I'd have to say probably not then I mean if you're talking about a human time travel, I'd say probably not but yeah, you know um, my opinion could be changed if, it's, if there's some convincing arguments you know but that's kind of from glean from what the research itself and kind of just my own general thoughts about time I, I don't think it, at least for human I don't think it's possible do you know my thoughts? yeah go on I kind of agree mm -hmm. but I think there is a case there's a few cases and there's not many because there's an awful lot of craps because again I always play devil's advocate and these are sort of ones I always love the but do, you know I always love playing the did you know card but I think it's no but there are a few and there's I'm only talking about two cases that I will actually give the life of day because all the other ones are not very great and some of them are just ludicrous. I will get into them because it, it kind of doesn't work into my favour, but they are just hilarious because you just sit there going, "What?" I'll t I'll, I'll bring one up, and you just go, "Sorry, sorry, sorry. Will you, can you just repeat that whole paragraph for me?" <laughs> it's a no for time travel, but I think there is a case that in two situations there have been people that have ended up going into what I think kind of known as like time slips mm -hmm. so they have travelled in time but by accident and for only a temporary amount of time which is very intriguing which means that the universe mean, means that you can just accidentally fall back in time by accident without not, not purposely not I don't mean, think you can just fall back in time and just I'll get into a couple of cases and you just go well, that's really interesting. No, Those the other ones are a load of crap. I mean, you've you've intrigued me already just with that. So, like, there's a little backdoor somewhere in the way the world's built, 
again, this is highly, and I'm sure most of you are going, you're talking like crap, Simon, but that's what I could find from it. Like, this is a little back door where there is just on this situation's right, you can just fall through through time I don't know maybe maybe it's like timescape who knows will you just fall back in time and then fall back into the current time who knows but in terms of oh I'm going to go into Laura and I'm going to go into TARDIS whatever I'm going to go around this, I'm going to do A, B and C and just go back in time I don't see it I don't see it if you can only move a, a photon a pro, pro, no, a proton. Yeah. Wrong one. Wrong one. Wrong. Proton. Wrong. Wrong continent. I think wrong. If you can only move a proton from there to there, because that's about as far as we've got. Nah. Nah. And we're not going around the sun anytime soon because we're only sending probes and whatnot. So that's not anything. And most of it is just future time. That's another killer fish and another thread that will be a long debate probably we're going to have later on because that's a very other intriguing matter because, but again, that also works into kind of some of those other ones that are a load of turt but don't give that much credit to that. But I think there's no reason why you couldn't. But as I said to Jamie before we are going, Time travellers really aren't going to go around making a huge song and dance about going, oh, I'm a time traveller, are they? They're going to do kind of the first contact thing of, oh, yes, we're going to land on an island and shut up for the next X number of years before we're rescued or we're going to have a low life, quiet life. Because you, you gonna... got, you've got to think of the reaction if you've someone did. that timeline or that sort of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. You've got to, and people... And, well, the thing is, the other thing you've got to consider with with time travelling as well is the effect it would have on a human so the stress they would be under so the mental stress it could cause or the, even the physical you know yeah yeah. it's depending on how what format you use what way you do that hmm. and I think if you're using a wormhole you don't actually know where you're going to end up unless hmm. you form that one you don't actually know where you're going to end up again it's that's that works into uh, Star Trek 09 mm-hmm and again, even that film works into time dilation. Mm. Same with um, Interstellar. Yeah, that's another film that does that. I really need to see that again because that that really does screw up your mind. <laughs> that film. But yeah. I need to watch that again eventually. Yeah. So the idea that I think time goes faster when you're near the wormhole and you age quicker than those, like say on Earth or whatever. It's that kind of thing, isn't it? Yes, so, pretty much. Yeah. Mm. But you know, there's a lot of different kind of time travel concepts. A few that we'll talk about and. Attempt. Attempt to. I think. Well, sh- should we go? Should we go on to one of those? Maybe. Where are you headed? Well, I was thinking talk about the one we kind of particularly. Well, we both kind of like you particularly love. Um, you know the um. Oh God, the ah, oh, my mind's gone blank. Predestined paradox. Yeah, thank you. We had this debate we'll before, stick. But that's my favourite term for it. Yeah, I, and not, that's what we're for sticking some reason. With. I don't like the other term because every time I hear them, I go what. Oh yeah, it's that one. We'll and stick with we'll stick with predestination paradox. But that's an idea that we can. But yeah. <laughs> so shall we start off with that then? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Just need to find where it is. Because if we'll start start with someone that we actually do vaguely know about, 
Uh, where is it in the notes? Uh, it's not that one, is it? So we're just again shuffling paper. Any luck? Nope. Ah. I thought I put a note in there going, hey, it, this is this, this thing. No. Again, that's the other thing as well. When you've been called it by a different, different name. Self-consistency principle. Is it that one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This one here. Okay. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> I found it. So. Okay. Right. Oh yeah, there it is. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got it. I thought it. I wrote it in there, but no, actually, it says it in there. Isn't oh it? yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Go on, Joe. You go ahead. Right. Um. The Novikov self-consistency principle, or as we call it, predestination paradox, named after Igor Dmitriev uh, Novikov, states that any actions taken by a time traveller or by an object that travels back in time were part of history all along, and therefore it is impossible for the time traveller to change history in any way. The time traveller's actions may be the cause of events in their own past, though, which leads to, to the potential for circular causation, sometimes called a predestination paradox so yeah so the fact so use a good example let's say um star trek voyager voyager approaches that planet and it turns out they're actually the cause of the explosion it's that kind of thing or one one you one in ones you absolutely love is a uh, time's arrow isn't it yeah yeah so yeah <laughs> did I, I actually I, I don't know if i actually pronounced that name right it did sound right didn't it uh, so, I think they're Russian, so I think you're yeah. about right for it. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Um, so, yeah, another example is you've got a philosopher here, Kelly L. Ross, he says. Um, he, he used, I think it's a, I don't know if it's a story or a, or a paper or something, but he uses as an example... Um, where a watch is given to a person and 60 years later the same watch is brought back in time and given to the same character he states that the entropy of the watch will increase and the watch carried back in time will be more worn with each repetition of its history do you know they did that in Star Trek hmm? they did that in Star Trek which episode was that oh not not with, not with oh I should say it's not with a watch but they did the same similar kind of con con concept glasses. what was that then um, Captain Kirk's in the films. Oh Star yeah, Star Trek Two and it yeah. ends up in Star Trek Four. Of course, yeah. In that junk shop where it's like yes, and kind of goes there. So I'm going to end up with them in the in the future. Anyhow, it's that whole. So that, I think Star Trek has played with it before. It's just like hmm. has a weird thing to it, and then it's and actually I did actually do it in Times Arrow with um, I think with Samuel Clements pocket watch yeah I think mm. but it's um, did, oh, you, did you yeah you did say that second laws of thermodynamics you did say that didn't you which bit top bit you did say that didn't you Ross uses yeah 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 
Uh, second law of thermodynamics is understood by modern physicists to be a statistical. Thank you, law. So decreasing entropy or non-increasing entropy are not impossible, just improbable. Additionally, entropy statistically increases in systems which are isolated. And it's possible for an object whose world line forms a closed loop to be always in the same position, condition, in the same position of its history. So I think that's quite an interesting thing that kind of so something's destined to happen. Ah, and I think that it, does work into episode destiny as well. Where yeah, and so it's saying basically that an object, even when the loop's closed, it will still be in the same condition where it started. Is that what it's saying? Kind of. It'll, it'll form a loop so that that will happen. I think that's what it's sort of, it says. It's a repetition. It is, yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. Just so I, I understand again. That's it's, how I understood it. Yeah. Least. No. No. It makes sense. It said it's just the wording that it, it said is used there. It's just like I get it's real science, but can't you bloody simplify it? Some <laughs> Wikipedia. Jeremy. I'm not sure how they could have simplified it anymore. No. So. No. Otherwise, it's kind of thing goes back, causes thing that happened. Otherwise, yeah. then you're just asking to be bought um, time travel for idiots. That's what you're asking to get. I wouldn't be offended to be honest with you <laughs> I think it would actually be useful for me okay so you know so so what, do you, what, what is it for you then because you've always loved the predestination paradox what is it for you you just find so intriguing about the concept well I love the times arrow because it's kind of you knew all the pieces fall into place for the whole story to come together hmm. you need Samuel Clements to go to the future so that Picard can come back hmm. you need Picard to um, you know the whole Guinan thing you need that whole story so that she goes on the Enterprise mm. she's aware of all of this before the whole event's happening I don't know it's just got it's a nice self-contained story mm. that is quite yeah. qu- like quite filling mm. plus I think I think like with episodes like say Time and Again I think it's saying something fascinating about Voyager want to help but they're the cause of it so they're trying to help but they're actually the cause of the problem in the first place it's just something like that it's just really quite intriguing you know and it's reading more into a situation than yeah is actually there like first contact oh yeah the Enterprise crew are actually there hmm. but history doesn't record that but hmm. I don't know it's just a really it's a very good plot device you know there's you, it's just something you can't really do badly mm. there are only a few occasions where I don't like them mm. where they've done where they've been done badly and mm. I won't I don't, I don't like them well again I know this is a potential kind of oh god we're going down this route but relativity I mean that's kind of like not keen that's kind of alternate kind of like Alternate versions of yourself, isn't it? Like with Captain Braxton, that kind of thing, isn't it? That was verging on the sublime to the ridiculous, from my mind. Mm. No, oh, it's oh just yeah, a little bit too stupid. But I think, in terms of like as a concept, in terms of time travel, it's kind of like an alternate kind of. It's clever because it's the whole thing of you're getting them a few seconds before you've got them previously, which is fine because that's what. The, um, the doctor does in Father's Day hmm. where he takes Rose back to her, her father's death hmm. and you see him going back 
further and further back in time but changing the position so that they can mm. witness the same event but not interfere with their past selves yeah so I think that's the interesting part of it I just think mm. that that's what I mean I think I think you know that's, that's another kind it portrays of... it quite well for mm. what you want it to do I just don't think the story really helps matters with that one I think mm. they just kind of but you know when you think of time travel but going back to your past selves I mean because I know there's, a, there's this thing of do you actually retain I mean I mean yeah this actually leads nice on to what's it the grandfather paradox I think that's another member thread we could probably pull at. Um, so, notice Jamie trying to still try not to go into stuff we don't know. <laughs> I know you well enough, Jamie. Like, well, uh, we're going to have to come across them soon enough. Oh no, I'm just the paradox. So, this idea is um, the paradox is commonly described of a person who travels back to the past and kills their own grandfather prevents the existence of their father or mother and therefore their own existence. Um, so some philosophers answer the paradoxes by arguing and it might be the case that backward time travel could be possible but that would be impossible to actually change the past in any way. So, you know, or meeting kind of meeting like... Um, so, yeah, so that's that's another example of kind of... another another kind of paradox kind of thing or... So that kind of thing where I said meeting meeting past versions of yourself. I mean, a good example of that would be Harry Potter, Hermione Granger, the time turner, that kind of thing. And it's actually, and you know, it's interesting because like Harry was going to grab Scabbers, who, who obviously is Peter Pettigrew. It's kind of Hermione said, no, you can't do that. What if you suddenly burst in and saw another version of yourself? What would you, how would you react to that? They go, well, I think I've gone mad or there was some really dark magic going on or something like that. Alexander dealt with it well in Firstborn. Mm? Alexander dealt yeah. with it well in Firstborn. Mm. Mm. So you know, so that's a kind of that's a kind of another part of time travel. Saying so, you know the grandfather paradox, as you say, travelling back in time to your own. Oh, another example, you know, or as you say, kind of meeting past versions of yourself. But the thing is, would you if 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 you did, would your memory still remain intact? Like if you tried to change something from that, would that create a new timeline, or would it just be, uh, would it just be the same timeline but you've altered it? No, then you're getting into Back to Future territory. Because mm. then you wouldn't have got. I think we've had this debate way back when we started, and there's kind of my whole debate of when do alternate timelines happen, and the whole thing of the then you get into the multiverse, which is something completely utterly different. Mm. Um, but in this, and I think they deal with it in Endgame as well. Mm. Whereas, I think with that you are bearing off into an alternate timeline. So in that one, it's Hell Valley. Yeah. Because he then ends up with the um, the the almanac. Mm. I think, but, and I think the first contact. I think they do it. I think they. That's that's the debate with this thing is do they keep the original timeline or do they modify it with the board coming back? Because that, that's the thing in the original timeline, did the launchers go ahead normally, hmm. or did the board actually do it first time around? That's the weird thing with these sort of loops. Because you've got to start off with original loop where something happened. Yeah, because we said you know. You know 
we said with Q Who the ball come, but they that was the signal from regeneration, and then so where does it where does the loop actually start from with that kind of thing? You know, so yeah, I mean, I just I find it interesting, and and then you get things like I think we said before, kind of quantum mechanics on quantum theory. So the idea that every decision you make there's like a branching kind of butterfly effect and there's actual other realities that we can't see where that decision is being played out so say for example you're approaching a red light well in one reality you stop at the red light but in another you'll go through it so say you went sliding doors principle yeah so say you stopped at the red light well in another reality you that that other decision that's playing out but we don't see it so is that is that kind of is that a different timeline or is it a branch of the same timeline? Or... Yeah, I mean, time travel. Another kind of fish, Jamie. Yeah. That's what oh yeah. I know we're not going much. to, but just there's a lot of concepts here that we can. I know we won't talk about everything because it would be it would be impossible to. But you know, just the time travel is a is a tricky thing I mean I think you know years ago when we when we were at college we um we did media studies didn't we yeah and we watched The Matrix <laughs> no no I, did, I I think this is a good point to bring up you uh, said it was you getting into the argument I have with the teacher yeah 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 saying it was <laughs> the whole class agreed with me not with not with him which I thought was hilarious it's like yeah, I think Simon's right on this occasion. But... Yeah. It is time travel because they. I mean, yes, I know the world that Neo in, <laughs> the Neo, the world that Neo lives in. I think in. you need to explain it a bit more, Jamie. Yeah, I think you need to explain uh, what happened. Basically, Simon, you know, we're talking about. You see, we're watching. We're doing science fiction about time travel, and Simon said, "What?" You were getting into it at the point you weren't as far deep into sci-fi as you are no, now. No, I think but, you were kind of next gen you're kind of watching a bit of Doctor you're watching a bit here this a bit of that yeah but it, but you know you said it was time travel because obviously Neo the world he's in is what because Matrix what 99 I think it was uh, late nine, that, yeah. yeah and that's a fake world well the real world he's like I, I think it was I can't remember exactly what year it was but it was like decades ahead in the future it's like oh that was it 2199 so it's like 100 years on it's like well sh- then Yes, I know he's hooked up to the Matrix thing, so he's technically not real. He's maybe he's already there, but I don't know it's a bit iffy. It's but... a world that you don't know. But my whole yeah. point was, he's gone from ninety nine to twenty one ninety nine. Yeah. So in his head, he has time travel. This is yeah. all new to him, right? Yeah. When he wake, when he wakes up from that battery, or whatever the hell it is, that from that cell. It's like, oh my god, what's going on? Yeah. Rather than going, oh, I know this already. Yeah. Like, Physic- physically, he might have always have been there, yeah. but in his mind, he wasn't. So, so we got in a debate, not a debate, but a brief, brief discussion. With, well, I had a brief discussion with the teacher in front of everyone else, just going, "It is." And like, and he's, he was, I think he's standing, there going, "No, it isn't." And everyone, I think everyone else is going, "Yeah." <laughs> I think that's the impression I got for a while. I was just going. Yeah, he, he might, yeah. I, we kind of agree with Sorry. Yeah. But that's what I mean. That I mean, it, what we're saying here is time travel. Time travel is a tricky concept to try and kind of unpick. It, it does. It is, in, it is interesting. And like I said, I, you know, start, it's the numerous examples throughout science fiction where all sorts of, you know, different um, 
time travel concepts has been used, whether it's, as I said, predestination paradox or alternate realities or wormholes, cosmic strings and all that kind of thing. So... Do you want me to try and talk about time slips? Yes. Because I think that'd be a good thread to try and go down, because I think that may w- maybe work in some of the other stuff. I do want to try and go into some of this hard stuff. Mm. There are two cases I want to talk about where time slips have happened. Most of the other ones are tut. But I'll try and talk about, because there's been many claims and urban legends of time travellers in the past and things. Most of them are fabricated or utter fakes and all. But there are two that I do want to talk about that are really interesting. So the first one is Charlotte Ann Mobley and Eleanor Jordan. The uh, Mobley and Jordan incident or the ghosts of Petit Trenon of Versailles. I'm not going to attempt to try the French because I can't, not very good at French. First, the claims of time travel and haunting made by Charlotte Ann Mobley and Eleanor Jordan in 1911. Mobley and Jordan published a book and uh, a book entitled An Adventure under the names of uh, Elizabeth Morrison and Francis Lambert. Their book describes a visit they made to Petit Trenon, a small chateau in the grounds of the, pal- of the Vanis- Palace of Versailles where they claimed to th- where they saw ghosts including Marie Antoinette and others. The story caused a sensation and was subject to ridicule. So the story of that is they went to, they was travelling around France, went down a a country lane, ended up in this um, place, uh, Petit Trenon, and it was kind of all period, Mm. and they didn't quite know what the sun would cross. And everyone in period costume and all that sort of thing, and they had no idea, like they didn't know what they were driving in, they didn't what they were wearing, all that sort of thing. And it was actual; they they were actually were physical objects. It wasn't just they old... were, they travelled physically back in time to the era of Manic Marie Antoinette. They saw her walking around the Palace of Versailles. Wow. And I've always thought that was a really interesting thing. They then were, tried to go back there, couldn't find it. No. Could, so that was like one time situation I think what I might do for the other one because the other one is really other, is also quite strange but I've also got a lot of credence for but there's some other ones where you go nah so what's, the, what's this other one you said that was quite an interesting one I'll get on to a minute but it's um, he's called Sir Robert Victor Goddard hmm. an RAF um, pilot air marshal hmm. but I'll get on to that in a minute but as I say, there's been some other ones where people think they've seen um, time travellers. So there's one called The Ch- Chaplin's Time Traveller. So there's a film that was taken um, by... Taken um, at the Los Angeles premiere of Gorman's Chinese Theatre in 1928. Where a woman looks like she's holding a telephone. Wondering by the camera. Hmm. Um, but it looks, but wherever it did become quite, um, it went viral. But it actually looks as though she was actually wearing a um, where does that? Uh, why can't I find the damn thing? A portable hearing aid. There you go. 
um, or an ear trumpet. Mm. So that that's quite interesting. And then you might have heard about the um, hipster, time traveling hipster. I think so. So a photograph from 1941 of a genuine authentic of the opening, the reopening of the South Fork Bridge in Goldbridge, British Columbia, was a legend show a time traveller um, because he was wearing what looked like a printed T-shirt, glasses, things outside of the um, outside the era. But um, now it just looks like um, he was just a bit more casual than the other people in the pictures. But my favourite one of these ones where you just go, are you kidding me? <laughs> Is it that one? It's this one, yeah. yeah. I think you, actually, I might give this to you to read, James. Okay. I think you'll find it hilarious. But partly because I don't want to try and pronounce the names. It's horrible, but you'll just get a laugh out because it's just okay. like... Um, a video uploaded in 2006 uh, shows a Swedish man named Hakan Nordqvist claiming that he had been accidentally transported to 2046 when attempting to fix the sink in his kitchen. There in the future, he immediately met someone who revealed and proved to be himself about 70 years old and with whom he had a great time. He filmed a short footage of the two smiling and hugging each other and, show, uh, and showing the tattoo they had on their right arms. The story was a marketing, ca- marketing campaign promoting the pension plans of the insurance company AMF. You could have just got any old person just to film that. It, um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but that's what. <laughs> yeah, that happened. Yeah, I can I can understand why you debunked that. <laughs> but the other one that I really want to talk about, mm. and Sir Robert Victor Goddard actually wrote a book called Flight Towards Reality. And in this one, I've actually got a bit more about this one. RF Air Marshal Sir Robert Victor Goddard was a senior commander during the Second World War. And during a flying mission in 1939, he believed he experienced what time travel bus referred to as a time slip. He was flying over a disused airbase in the village of Durham, East Lothian, uh, I think Scotland, when he claimed to have seen it change before his very eyes. In, the, his, in his book, Time Travel, A New Perspective, J.H. Brennan wrote, in 1935, while still a wing commander, he set he he was sent to inspect a disused airfield near Edinburgh, a place called Drem. He found it in a dilapidated state with cattle grazing on the grass that had been forced through cracks in the tarmac. Later that day, he ran into trouble while flying his biplane in heavy rain, decided to fly fly back to Drem to get his bearings. As he approached the airfield, the torrential rain abruptly changed to bright sunshine, sunlight. When he looked down, he saw the airfield had been completely renovated and was now in use. There were mechanics in. Oh. Sorry about that, guys. Noisy. Noisy. Uh, when he looked down, he saw the airfield had been completely renovated and was now in use. There were mechanics in blue overalls walking around in four yellow planes parked on the runway. One of those was a model in which, for all his aviation experience, he had completely failed to recognise. Basic Drem was eventually resurfaced in 1939 and went on to become an air defence fighter unit at Edinburgh during World War II. Goddard's alleged time slip was made all the more believable by the fact that while RAF train planes were simply a silver aluminium colour, in 1935 they began to be painted in distinctive yellow colour soon after. 
and around the same at the same time, therefore changed the mechanic overalls from tan to blue. So the fact anyway he kind of saw the future and wow. Yeah, I could I could see that. I could definitely see. That's certainly more believable than pitching a kitchen sink and yeah. <laughs> wow, that is interesting. So I think there's cases, very rare cases. Well, so the question becomes then: How did they accidentally slip into this time slip then? But you can't really pin it down to anything because that's in there and they were on the ground. Hmm. So are you talking about again timescape? Are you talking about time bubbles where you just kind of hmm. fall in one and then fall back out of them? But makes sense, as you say. But if that's the case, why do we not come across them more frequently? Because that was 1911, and that's 1934, 1934, 1935. Say, oh, I'm time traveller, you just study in the backgrounds and not make a fuss about it. Mm. You do your duty and go back the, to the future, yeah. yeah. Well, th well, this is a thing, yeah. So, you know, I've, I think we briefly discussed this. Actually, no, I think we'll leave that probably till near the end. I think that's probably best leave it till, you know, what I was saying beforehand about time travel. Yeah. yeah, so we'll probably leave that till near the end. But, um, did you want to get into some of the more kind of harder stuff, I suppose? I think we should still try it. I yeah, think I, that's I fine. I don't know it all, but I know some no, of it No, that's more fine. That's absolutely fine. Because, I mean, there's so many... There's, I mean... I think one thing we can talk about is time dilation and wormholes. I think that's something very on steady ground that we can yeah. actually discuss with relative ease. I wouldn't say that it would be totally easy, but it has got a bit about absence of time travellers from the future as well. Yes, yeah, so should we go with that? Uh, I've got one. What page is it on? I think I've got. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, here we go, yeah. So, so I've got it. What am I doing? You said wormholes and. What do you want to start with? Absence. Uh, should we start with wormholes? Yeah. So, wormholes are hypothetically warped space-time permitted by the Einstein field equations of general relativity. A proposed time travel machine using a traversable wormhole would hypothetically work in the following way. One end of the wormhole is accelerated to some significant fraction of the speed of light, perhaps with some advanced propulsion system and then brought back to the point of origin. Alternatively, another way is to take one entrance of the wormhole and move it to within the gravitational field of an object that has higher gravity than the other entrance and then return it to a position near the other entrance. Um, for these, both these methods, time dilation causes the end of the wormhole that has been moved to have aged less or become younger than the stationary end, um, as seen by an external observer. However, time connects differently through the wormhole than outside of it. So that synchronised clocks at either end will always remain synchronised as seen by an observer. Sorry, we do have my window closed in my room, but yeah, it didn't really help much. Um, uh, outside it, so oh, I've now lost my train of thought. Uh, 
sorry, however, time connects differently through the wormhole than outside it, so that synchronised clocks at either end will always remain synchronised as seen by an observer passing through the wormhole no matter how the two um, ends move around. This means an observer entering the younger end will exit the older end at a time when it was the same age as the younger end, effectively going back in time as seen by an observer from the outside. So, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, kind of as you said, what we're kind of saying is what we kind of briefly touched on earlier. The closer you are to kind of the wormhole, the more time kind of changes. So as I said, it's time dilation. So you effectively time is moving at a different rate. The closer you kind of get to it, then if you were further away from it, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, um, uh, and also says so yeah. Um, one one significant limitation of such a time machine is that it's only possible to go as far back in time as the initial creation of the machine. So in terms of a wormhole, the the the, the human would age, but not the actual technology. I think. So. Oh you, no! It means that you can't go beyond when that machine was built. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, if it creates the wormhole, you you would only be able to go back as far as, and the time and the time would only go as far back as when it was that if you use a time machine when it was created. Yeah, that's how I understood it. Yeah, I think I get it. Yeah, which kind of limits its capabilities. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Which is why they were talking about. Um, what was it earlier where they were talking about oh it was only um doesn't it you can only travel forward I think they were saying wasn't it wasn't that in the first bit we were reading uh yeah I believe so yeah yeah forward yeah backward time travel is in the yeah yeah uh it says it is possible with like a rotating black hole but um, I think it is with Wormhole. It's travelling to an orbital point in space time uh, has very limited support in theoretical physics. Is usually only connected with quantum mechanics or wormholes. So I think it is with backward time travel. I think. I don't know for sure. But the problem is, it's saying that the construction of an artificial one is kind of impossible at the moment because hmm. you need something called negative energy. Yeah. Often referred to as exotic matter. Um, more technically, the wormhole space time requires a distribution of energy that violates various energy conditions. Yeah. No energy conditions. Um, this <laughs> goes over our head a bit. So, with wormholes, then, if, if it's artificially created. The problem is with artificial you can have more control over it but they're harder to build yeah. I don't know how I'm saying that but with a natural one you don't actually know where you're going to end up and how the hell do you get back yeah because and even with that you then still have time dilation so so <laughs> time dilation would exist with an, with an artificial or natural wormhole but with an artificial one you would have more control but it's actually not even even possible because as you said we don't have was it negative energy yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think I think I vaguely understand it, yeah. We'll put it this way, my brain hasn't turned to a sponge yet, so that's a good sign. 
Did you want to talk any a bit more about wormholes? Or? In 1993, Matt Vizsla argued that the two mirrors of a wormhole with such an inducing clock difference could not be brought together without inducing quantum field and gravitational effects that would either make the wormhole collapse or the two mirrors repel each other. Which bit's that? Next paragraph down. Uh, no, Which kind of puts it all into doubt. Well, that, whether it's even actually possible or not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I think I've got my pages mixed up again. So I do think I know where the bit you're talking about. Where can I put that? What page four? Where's bloody page? Oh, there we are. Yeah, page five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so what does he say? Yes, the two mouse could not be brought close enough for causality violation to take place. Um, these are hypothesized. Hypothesized. That a complex Rom a Roman ring configuration of, of an n number of wormholes could arrange in a symmetric polygon could still act as a time machine. So basically, it's, it's Matt Vissers, he's basically saying it's not possible to create a wormhole. It is, it is possible. Yeah, but what about the negative energy? What about the thing with the negative energy? I thought that wasn't possible. You didn't, we don't, I mean, do we even have. Is, is that even such a thing that we have? couldn't tell you Jamie no I think it's a, as you said this is all very theoretical and so there's going to be I think a bit a fair amount of contradiction I think although he concludes that this is more likely a flaw in classical quantum gravity theory rather than proof that causality violation is possible oh, I think that answers the question doesn't it really so yeah I mean again so basically I think creating one house is not technically possible well, you want to read a bit about Stephen Hawking? Uh, oh, um, is this uh, still on the same page? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah, I'm I'm on the same page as you, right? Um, okay. So, a more fundamental objection to time travel schemes is that the bit you were talking about, yeah, based on rotating cylinders or cosmic strings, has been put forward by Stephen Hawking who proved a theorem shown that according to general relativity, it is impossible to build a time machine of a special type. In a region where the weak energy condition is satisfied, meaning that the region contains no matter with neg negative energy density, exotic matter. Uh, um, solutions such as tipplers, tipplers assume cylinders of infinite length, which are easy to analyze mathematically. Although Tipper suggested that a finite, finite, oh, a finite cylinder might produce closed timelike curves if the rotation rate were fast enough, he did not prove this. But Hawking proved, points out that because of his theorem, it can't be done with positive energy density everywhere. I can prove that to build a finite time machine, you need negative energy. So... I just thought, well, Stephen Hawking says that. Nah. Yeah, it's probably not possible. No. So I mean, yeah, yeah, he's the kind of go-to scientist, isn't well, he's he? The, he know. was the cleverest man in the in the world. In the world. So yeah. if he's going, nah, not going, not possible. It's, it's not possible. It's probably not now. Nah. So yeah, uh, even though all these other scientists are bloody clever, something about Stephen Hawking. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I think that in, at least in my head, I think that was kind of another one where you could just go. 
no, this isn't going to happen. This isn't happening currently. I just don't think we have, as you say, we just don't have that kind of that, I said, that kind of technology at the moment to be able to do it. We haven't even um, perfected nuclear energy, so yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> should we go on to talk about uh, absence of time travellers and time di- bit of time dilation? Yeah, that's a bit more s- easier. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. It's, I'm, honestly, I, I don't know about you, but I'm actually feeling okay at the moment. No, that's why I wasn't too worried about it. Cause so, I, so I, most of it, I understand at least vaguely. Yeah. So you've been said. I'm glad you're here, sir, because I say I think my my brain would have turned to a sponge by now. But I'm actually all right. I actually, I do said I'm actually understand it a little bit more. So, so I'm careful my research. Mm. Did you want me to start the next bit, or do you want to? Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. Jerry, you, you wanted to do it. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the, absence of... the absence of time travellers from the future is a variation of the Fermi paradox. So that is like, um, it's the kind of like a, just because we can't see them doesn't mean they kind of don't exist kind of thing. I think that's what it means. Just because, I love, what my favourite thing in the this part of the thing is, the, the second half of it. Several experiments have been carried out trying to entice future humans. Oh yeah, have, yeah, it's my be Might invent travel, time travel technology, come back and demonstrate it to people of the pre- present time. Events such as Perth Destination oh, Day or RMIT's time travel convention heavily publicised permanent advertisements of meeting time, time and place for future time travellers. Um, to me, yeah. These experiments only stood the possibility of generating positive result demonstrating the existence of time travel, but have so far <laughs> failed so far. No travellers have known to have been attended either of the events. There's, I think there's two that were mentioned. Yeah. But I just found that hilarious. Like, and I, I do love the fact that even uh, the Big Bang Theory kind of had their own one. Well, well you know, you, you can look at that, you can interpret that as either, I think it says some versions... Can be used to suggest that future humans have travelled back in time, but have travelled back to the meeting time and place in a par- parallel universe, or you could just go, yeah, there's just no such thing as time travellers. <laughs> Either way. Well, no, but as I say, you're not going to attend if you have yeah. done. You're yeah, not going to exactly. go, ta-da, here I am. Yeah. So you've got three, you've got three explanations there. I said parallel universe. There's no such thing as time travellers, which, yeah, okay, but it's a, or. As you say, uh, they wouldn't because, as you say, who would? <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, should we join us? Some to? versions of the general relativity suggest that time travel might only be possible in a region of space time that is warped in a certain way, and hence time travellers would not be able to travel back to earlier regions in space time before this region existed. Stephen Hawking stated that this would explain why the world has not already been overrun by tourists in the future. Yeah. So, I mean, there's any explanations, and believe whatever you like. And if those three, I think, are, are reasonable enough. Uh, should we go on to time dilation? Yeah, I think we should think about wrapping this up fairly yep. soon, because otherwise we're going to yeah. quit. I think quit while we're ahead, Jamie, on this occasion. Cause yeah. I think other other ones where we haven't, yeah. and it's kind of gone downhill. So I'd rather kind of leave on a reasonably good note where we actually know what the hell we're on about. Yeah. So shall we leave it? Do you want to leave it here then? No, or? we do time dilation, and then I think that's where. The... Cool. That's fine. Yep. So we'll go with that, and there is more we could go into cosmic strings, and but 
it's all here on Wikipedia. You just type in time travel, it'll come up. Just right. bypass all the science fiction. Yeah. That... yeah, yeah, yeah. We've kind of already delved into that a bit anyway, haven't we? We've, we've mentioned examples in Star Trek and Doctor Who, and yeah. So right, right. Okay, so right, so time dilation. There is a great deal of observable evidence for time dilation in special relativity and gravitational time dilation. In general relativity. That's a, that, is that really, that does sound really worded, just not right. Uh, uh, for example, in the famous and easy to replicate observation of atmospheric... M- m- they should have said there is a great deal of observable evidence for time dilation in special relativity and... I suppose they're two different things. Yeah. Because uh, I think the thing is time dilation, I think because normally, but if you want to... Uh, gravitational is when it's in terms of wormholes, Jamie. So there is a discernible difference. Oh, okay, right. But yeah, it is a bit of a mouthful when maybe it doesn't need to. And I think they, I think special relativity and general relativity are two different things. Uh, parts of physics. Yeah. So I think they just wanted to be crystal clear okay. with it. And I think... We don't know what we're what on about. Yeah. Okay, well, okay, right. So the theory of relativity states that the speed of light is invariant for all observers in any frame of reference. That is, it's always the same. Time dilation is a direct consequence of the invariance of the speed of light. Time dilation may be regarded in a limited sense as time travel into the future. A person may use time dilation so that a small amount of proper time passes for them while a large amount of time, proper time passes elsewhere. So, again, a good example of that was filming to Stella. Oh, yeah, something I, I think I did think of this when I was in notes. And I think it is a bit of a cop-out. Gone. Which is a kind of, it really is a cheat, because you are talking about a time zones. But you could argue you are time travelling when you go on holiday. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. In a weird kind of way, yeah. It's a bit flimsy, but I, I think, yeah. Bit of a stretch, but I suppose it's. Yeah. Because going from here to mainland Europe, that's an hour ahead. And going back. Going back from mainland Europe to England's a bit wacky. Mm. We kind of get given. We, your travelling time doesn't exist. That is a really wacky scenario. You know that, yeah, that's interesting because actually, when you think of say going from say where you've gone to Australia and back, it does affect you the different time zones. And if you are technically time traveling, it would affect us in a certain well, way. If you remember in Michael Palin's Around the World in Eighty Days where he travels every single time zone mm. and if you remember the book from Jules Verne I think no no am I getting wrong I'm not sure let's do a bit of digging I've got that wrong but let's have a give you still for a minute Jamie yeah. that um, no so yeah I mean if, if yeah but if you think about travelling like you've travelled from said from here to Australia what yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Jules Verne I was yeah. right you're right yeah in that, there's a whole th- and there's a few there's a bad film with Steve Coogan in it, but in that there's a whole thing of you've travelled around the world once and they've all got their own time um, time zones. 
Mm. You get that. You get an hour back, don't you? Yeah. So there's that to it as well, and I just mm. and again that's some weird thing about when you're travelling, at least between here and mainland Europe. So the whole time you're travelling back, you pretty much get given that hour back the second you go back from. Say, I think we're on BSC at the moment, aren't we? Yeah. On to, I think they're on UTC. You you get better with these time zones when you have to work out your international time zones and things. But between the two, you lose. You get you get an hour back. Mm. So that an hour gets wiped out, which is a really wacky thing when you've kind of gone. So. You know, it'll be eight o'clock in France, but over in the UK it'll be seven o'clock. So you fundamentally, an hour's journey across the Channel, just for example, was completely wiped out as though that didn't happen. Hmm. And you would have lost the north, not much time, because then you can spend that hour travelling back through the UK, because you haven't. But when you're going the other way, you've got to add on an hour, so you've lost time. I don't know if I'm making any sense, but it's a. No! I think in some ways I would argue that is still time travel, even though there's no expensive. Um, there's no expensive bits of technology to no, do it. Kind of, it's a bit. It's a bit of a stretch, but I think it's. I think it's vaguely plausible. I can kind of see where you're coming from. So yeah. Um, I think. Is there anything else you want to say about time dilation? It's wacky. It's wacky. No, no, I think it's good. Well, go and watch Interstellar. Yeah, I I mean, I need to rewatch that because I, I didn't mind it, but I wasn't massively fond of it. But maybe I just. I think it's a really good film. It's just you have to be in the right mood for it, and it is heavily science. It is. and not to mention it's almost it does clock in almost three hours it's a limited long film but yeah yeah but yeah, I'd, be, I'd be interested to hear what everyone thinks really mm. well, it, I'm looking at you I don't, you no doubt you'll listen to this at some point so it'd be interesting to hear what you make of our ramblings of time travel mm. I think I think that's probably one of the best science fiction science facts ones we've done recently and then we've got AI next year, so that no doubt yeah. be interesting because that's one of Mum's favourite well, topics ever. I just count the fact that my brain is—I mean, my brain is my brain's not a sponge at the end of this, so I'll count that as a success. That was, you know, we we did delve into some of the hard stuff, but yeah, I said there is more there. But I just don't yeah. see it happening. That no, I, I mean, possibly in the future, maybe when we're drive around in. Federation starships, starships. Mm, well, the the question becomes: even even if it does become possible, should would should we even do it? You think about all the consequences that come with possible time travel, altering pasts, and destroying futures, and changing the time. Should we even do it anyway? Mm, come back with a, a um. Uh, come back with a anecdote to coronavirus. Yes, please. I wouldn't mind that. Mm. They came back and went, here, here's one. Yeah. I've heard that body be... Solved it in an instant. Yes, please. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's everything you need to kind of solve it. Mm. Uh, yeah, a bit of time travel, yeah. Changing a bit of history. And... Okay, from that point of view, I suppose, yeah. Maybe for something like that. 
I think Jim... wipe out all the everyone passing away this year. Mm. You know, but does that really a bad thing? No, I don't think so. So yeah, I think we're kind of we're kind of on the kind of page of would love it to be if it was possible, but I don't think it is. It's not this time. We just don't have enough. I think technology is just and just would you say knowledge as well for it. I think we know about enough about. I think we probably do. Yeah, I think we know about that sort of thing. I but think it's just turn, it's just the mechanics of making the damn thing possible. Yeah, it's just not technologically possible at this at this stage. I think in heavens that even works into we can't even go to Mars that anywhere further. Yeah. So how will we be able to have enough energy to go back in time? And I'm not being the first one to go and try it. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Like here, go and walk into this thing, and oh, because that's like going, hey, do you want to go in the first transporter? Or it might hurt a bit. Like we're gonna, no, no, No. thank you. No, (laughs) you go first. (laughs) So maybe that's maybe it's better just in fiction. Yeah, maybe it is. So again, maybe that is another thing we're not meant to do. Yeah, one of that huge long list of, list of things yeah. we're not meant to do, like oh, going to space and that sort of thing. Not really meant to do that. We're just meant to sit in caves with fire. That's about as far as we're meant to go. But mm. time travel, nah, nah, probably not. But it's 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 interesting and it's fun to talk about and theorize and discuss as we've done. As I said there is more here, but I think we've I think we've done a good job of covering a fair amount of it, haven't we? Yeah, it was. Wasn't quite certain how this was going to go. Pardon me. It's turned out better than I thought it would. So, like I said, I feel okay. You know, my brain is not going to explode. Go and look up those two stories of time slips. I think time slips are interesting and mm. curious. It said and... all most of the said is on on Wikipedia. So, so we've touched on. I think we've used the notes. I think we've got a good balance of kind of our own kind of knowledge and the notes that are there and as I said we've we've tackled things that we know we have vaguely know of and even as I said we've even been brave and kind of gone let's get a, into the real science a bit stronger ground with AI I think AI is a bit more simpler to yeah. get your head around yeah. and mm. it's something your mum absolutely love yeah I think you both have your own kind of haunts with that that I'd never hear the end of <laughs> <laughs> More than that next year. Mum watching the, the AI stuff, new love a few AI stuff. Terminator, and, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've had my good dose of it, which is probably why I avoid it like the plague. I kind of. I, like, <laughs> well, look at what's staring right in front of you. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, well, Terminator 3, oh, Terminator Salvation. I think I've got the first one somewhere. I don't know where it is. So, yeah, that that would be good next year, and that would be good to actually do that because that was on the books. Don't even much, but never Sorry. actually saw the light of day. But in some ways, I think some good's coming out of it because I think I think some things have happened since we were going to do it that would have happened before the episode had gone out. So it's kind of worked and in, played into our hands a bit. Hmm. So mum's a bit happier, but yeah, that'd be next year's at least. Two episodes I didn't have to worry about. Hmm. Just copy and pasted from this year. I'm more interested in the other one. Hmm. About my collection. Yeah. <laughs> Alright? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I think that's it, I think, for us, isn't it? For yeah. this one? Yeah, another, again, this, and this is our 
penultimate ep extra episode that I think are we going to say that I'm doing? Because I know you're doing one, but this is the penultimate one that I'm doing on my half. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Half. Bit. Yeah. So yeah, you got one more, and then we're back on scheduled, um, scheduled episodes. Yeah, there there is half, so. there, there is an extra one in September, but the rest of it, unless something changes, it will be just a, uh, two episodes, um, a month. So yeah, you've got another one in a couple of weeks' time, which is well, what we're recording next. But what you'll hear soon enough, uh, where we try and get to depth with designations and what do they mean and kind of why is it like this yeah so lots of numbers not some num numbers involved with that one and trying to get ahead around that and why those numbers go where they are because they don't make much sense but we'll try <laughs> and figure something out but yeah until then hopefully this is hopefully the first of many back to in-house recordings it's, been, recordings it's been absolutely lovely it's I must admit forever. it's been really really nice doing this in person <laughs> I think so until next time I've been Simon I've been Jamie talk to you later bye bye